Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And now, ladies and gentlemen, this is Learn to Kick Fear with Love. Take action. Learn how internet marketers, real estate investors, and other entrepreneurs are overcoming their fears and making it happen and being successful. You know she's got the 411. It's time to kick those fears to the curb with love right now. Right now. Right now. Hey, everybody, this is Lolita Sherrell, a.k.a. Lo. Uh, man, can you believe this is November already of 2014? Where has the time gone? So it's, it's you know, not a matter of you hitting your 2014 goals. Now you need to be focusing on your 2014 goals. Now you need to be focused on your 2015 goals. But hopefully you, you've done really well. You've been doing well this year in, uh, in your business, in your real estate investing business, and hopefully the show uh, and some of the special guests I've had, we have been able to share some, some really good information with you to help you along the way. Um, it's been an incredible year um, for us in our business, and we, we've definitely seen an increase uh, in deals that we've done. Um, I can attribute that to several things, but one in particular is, is, is my mentor and, and mastermind group that I'm a part of and, and just having some accountability partners uh, that, that I connect with and network with, that we kind of help each other stay motivated and focused. But I really want to share uh, the special guest that I have, which I'm really excited about. His name is Mr. Shane Foster. Um, he is a real estate investor, investor and a marketer, and he's really going to drop some really good tips and nuggets for you all, and I'm really excited to have him. I met him online, social media wonderful social media, uh, Facebook, and he has done some mail-outs for uh, myself, our company, as well as some of my students, uh, direct mail marketing. And uh, I'm going to let him talk about uh, some of the things that he does, and he's going to share what he does uh, within his direct mail marketing to, to have success as far as lead types and all that. But without any further delay, I want to introduce to you guys Shane. Shane, thank you so much. Uh, thanks a lot. I really appreciate you having me on this podcast, and you know I'm really looking forward to to dropping some nuggets on everybody and really helping them out and getting them hitting their 2015 goals. Absolutely. So, um, good. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And and I know that you will. Well, let's go ahead and begin. So talk a little bit about yourself. Who Shane is, where you're from, and 
you know, how you got started as an entrepreneur. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, um, basically, uh, I, I, when I graduated uh, from college um, in, at Pitt, I grew up in Pittsburgh, PA, um, in 2009. Uh, I, when I graduated, it was probably like one of the worst times ever for any college grad to get a job. I was really lucky enough. Um, you know, I had always had a passion in real estate. Always loved watching uh, those flipping shows, and, and I always knew I could do that. But you know, back in 2009, the housing market really wasn't where uh, it needed to be. Um, but I did notice one thing that the interest rates were, were pretty low. So uh, I was lucky enough to get a job um, doing mortgages, and, and I did that for about uh, two years. And then I, I started getting burned out, you know, doing the the, the grind of, you know, I couldn't even say nine to five. It was more like nine to eight. Um, <laughs> so what, 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 luckily, I, I was talking to this one individual I used to work with within like the first week of, of actually working there. And he told me, you know, I told him how I, always, I wanted to, to flip houses and everything. And the reason why I got into the mortgage business uh, was to at least learn, you know, you, you, you're so involved in the mortgage business, you do learn uh, the real estate side. But he told me about wholesaling houses and, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, he was telling me how you could, you know, essentially lock a property up, um, sell the contract, and, and make a good amount of money uh, essentially flipping the house without your own cash credit. And and I was just, uh, I was in disbelief. So, you know, I, I kind of, I, I was still working uh, the job, and I was, I was making some pretty decent money. And, you know, I was I was starting to get burned out, and I was doing a lot of research. And finally, the one day I just had enough and, and just kind of upped and quit it and said, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll figure this wholesaling game out while I go along. Um, so I, I quit my, my full-time job in, in 2011 and just became a full-time wholesaler. Uh, you know, I, I figured that, you know, I, I kind of learned things as I go along, and, and it worked out pretty good. Um, since then, you know, I, I've evolved. I, I've learned one of the major things when uh, you're a self-employed business owner, it doesn't matter whatever you do. Uh, you always got to learn how to, to do sales and marketing. So I started picking up marketing, and now I do a lot of online marketing, um, like affiliate marketing. And I also uh, help other real estate investors with their marketing, um, especially in the direct mail uh, campaign era. Um, so, you know, I, I've been uh, pretty much an entrepreneur for, you know, since 2011 full-time. Um, you know, I'm doing very well with it. I, I love every single minute of it, and uh, I wouldn't go back to the corporate world at all. Um, but you know, so uh, you know, with, with that being said, you know, I, I know everybody's kind of looking around and, and figuring out, um, you know, how to get started in in their business. And, and you know, the best thing I could always tell you to do is to to ignore all all the doubters. You know, I, I truly believe, you know, God put a dream in your heart, and you know, it, it, He didn't put it in anybody else's heart. So you just kind of got to follow it. And you know, the best advice I I, I received was, you know, just just be quiet. You don't got to tell everybody your goals and just keep working them. And when you hit them, you hit them. Then you can tell everybody about it. Absolutely. I love that. Talk a little bit about your most effective ways of marketing as far as direct mail. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about online marketing, but I, I do want you to talk about direct mail because you, you, you do our yellow letters for us, and mm -hmm. uh, they have been, you know, effective for us. Uh, we, we've gotten deals. and it was one particular thing also with direct mail uh, on another call uh, that you were on that was really profound. It's more, it, it's not necessarily the letter. 
and the language yeah. that's on the letter. Because you, you're right, a lot of people get caught up in what to put. They, they, they'll stop. They'll be like, well, what do mm-hmm. I say? Do I say this? Do I say that? And you really made a key uh, note when you were sharing. It's not about the letter, but what is it about? Uh, ultimately, it's, it's about your list. And, and yes. you've got to be very, very targeted with your list. Um, you know, there's two types of ways to, to make money when you're direct mail. Uh, you just got a huge budget. You throw a lot out there, and you know, it, you, hopefully you'll you'll get you'll snag something. Um, or you know, you you you've got to have a very very targeted list. And the the one thing I can tell everybody in real estate, the harder a list that you have to get. What, what I mean by that is the more work you've got to put into it the better the list is going to be. You're going to have more yes. qualified individuals. Um, right now, uh, from what I'm seeing, you know, we, we send a tremendous amount of direct mail for not only ourselves but other investors. Um, at, you know, a lot of these gurus are, are pitching, you know, get, go on list source by the, by the uh, absentee owner list. And, you know, that's, all, that's fine. That's great. Uh, but I can tell you it is very, very competitive. And the people who are doing very well with, with absentee owners are sending a lot of them. Um, yes. You know, that, that's just the one thing. So what I always tell everybody you knew is just, you know, you got to go and you got to, you got to get your own list. I, I've never paid for a list, um, you know, in the past three, four years. I, I pull everything uh, from, from the, the online county website here in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, I have software that can go in there and scrape all that uh, very, very easily. Um, and, and that's just the thing, you know, you've you got to put the work in on the list. And, you know, don't focus on whether postcards or yellow letters. It, it's just all about the list. Absolutely. And you, you're absolutely right. And there are a few lead types that I, I have in mind that I know that, uh, that, you, that you really have to kind of get on your own, especially here in, mm-hmm. in Tarrant County where I'm at, the courthouse. But talk about a couple of those lead types uh, okay. so that the listeners will know. Yeah, I mean the the when you're when you're in marketing the, the the worst number in marketing is always one. You know you you never want to have just one marketing source. You never just want to have one list you're focusing on. Um, so what we like to do is we have about five or six different lists that we always rotate in and out every month. Um, and in that list, the the best list for us is always probate. Now mm-hmm. what you got to do with probate is typically what happens. Is um and, and this is, probate is more of a a state than a national uh, type of filing. So you know every state is different. Every state has different laws. But uh, they kind of tell you about you know Pennsylvania. Well, typically what happens when an individual passes away, um they they either have a will or they don't have a will. If they don't have a will, uh, they have to go in and and the relative has to go to the courthouse and file a bunch of different paperwork. Um, So what we do is is I go online, and there's a few sections that we target. Um, Obviously, the first one is it's called probate with letters, and that means that the person did have a a will. Now, when you're looking at, you know, probate leads, um, the best thing I can tell you is is you want to focus on one uh, is typically the, uh, the heir of the property. Um, and, mm-hmm. typically, and that's uh, called the eccentric, I, I believe. Um, and, and basically what that person is, they're in charge of the will. Uh, they're the one who says, you know, I can sell this property for this amount of much. Um, they're the one you want. Uh, the heirs, 
Because a few times, you know, what you'll see is that person controlling the property may not be an heir. You know, maybe there was three different kids and they didn't trust the kids. So, uh, you know, that person's in charge of the, the state, but they're not going to get any of their proceeds. And you, when you're sending marketing, you want to market to that person. Um, the second thing you want to focus on is obviously their mailing address. You know, uh, you know they'll, they'll, every time you file uh, probate, probate letters, um, that information is public. So you'll get um, – you want to focus on getting the name of the person in charge of the will, their address. Um, I like to get the descendant, that's the person who passed away, uh, their name and their property address. And then what we do is we just send a letter. You know, we send the generic hi, you know, my name is Shane. I'd like to buy your property at, you know, I, and then I put the the descendant's address. Um, and, you know, we'll get some phone calls here and there, you know, asking us questions about, you know, well, how did you get this? You know, and we just tell them plain and simple, you know, we go through the, the county courthouse and we pull all of our leads. You know, we just keep it very simple um, with that. Uh, but, you know, like I said, focus on probate and typically if, if you can't, if you don't know where to start, the best thing I can tell you is Google is your best friend. Uh, Google, you know, your county plus probate, and just keep calling numbers until somebody tells you how to get them. Uh, you might have to go down to the courthouse and pull it yourself. Uh, the second best list that we, t- we market to are individuals that are behind in taxes or uh, their property is going to be sold at a, a tax sale. And the nice thing with uh, taxes is they are they fall under the right to no request. So all you have to do is whoever, you know, in uh, in Pittsburgh we we have a county, uh, we have, it's Allegheny County, Ca- uh, Allegheny County has their own tax division. So what we do is we just send a uh, a right to no request, uh, telling them we want you know every every house that's behind on real estate taxes for two or more years. And the reason why we say two or more years. Sometimes some people might slip up on one year and then pay it, you know, right at the end. But as soon as – if you're at two or more years, you're you're probably struggling on, on paying these tax bills. And then by the third year, typically, you'll start to see them become foreclosed upon. And basically, all you do is you send a right-to-know request. Uh, it's on your county's website. They'll give you directions. And you, requ- you want to request every property in said county that, you know, is two or more years behind in taxes. And uh, we get it in the Excel format, and in the Excel format, I can, you know, work up, you know, who's the absentee owners and everything like that by, you know, seeing which which address fields a match and which don't. Um, the the second best list, the third best list. I'm sorry, uh, I would definitely start targeting the foreclosures. Uh, you know, you know, back in the day, foreclosures were in a boom, and everybody was marketing to them. Uh, now, not many people are going into foreclosures, so. They're not getting too much marketing, um, but you know if your house is in foreclosure, your your back's pretty much up against the the wall, so you, you need to sell pretty quickly. Uh, another great list, the the fourth list I think is one of the best is code violations. Um, once again, you know this under some counties might not give this to you. You got to ask them. Um, the code violation list is. Typically, you know, you just go to the code office and ask for, for a list, and they'll tell you, you know, which, which properties have code violations. Um, we like that because typically, you know, if you're getting cited for, 
you know, your your house falling down, you know, that's a good sign that there's no emotional connect with the property. Um, you know, at that point, you know, the person probably uh, would be pretty happy with any type of offer. Um, but, you know, just to kind of like recap what, what I basically was telling Lo is, you know, the best thing you can do when, when you're starting direct mail is to always get a targeted list. Don't get caught up on, on you know, the, the mail piece itself. You know, when I tell when people ask me, well, what should I say? What, what should I send? It doesn't matter. You can pick a postcard. You can pick a yellow letter. If you pick a yellow letter, uh, always stick with the same message. You know, hi, my name is Shane Foster. I'd like to buy your house at, you know, this address. Please call me today at this phone number. And, and we keep it the same um, all the time because we want to know, you know, if, if we're not getting too many phone calls back, we know now that we have a bad list and we need to, to retarget something else. Fantastic information. I, I was making some notes, actually, and I want to go back on the probate leads. Um, sure. I can't remember to use the, uh, the term that you used, but I, I believe also in uh, the executor of the will exactly. is, who, yeah, is, is who you would want to. Okay, yeah, so I, just, I, I wanted to make sure that that was clear for, for people that may, that may have had that question as well. So the executor of the will are, are the individuals that make the decision on yeah, the Yeah, pretty process. much. Um, in, in PA, they are the ones that I target. Um, they're the ones who can sign the contract to purchase. Uh, in most cases, I mean, sometimes I've, I've run into cases where uh, you know, maybe there was there was something in the will that said they weren't allowed. Um, but from the majority of the probate deals I do, I, I've always I've always dealt with them. Okay, fantastic. So all these lead types, foreclosures, probate, behind on taxes, and code violations, mm-hmm. you get all of these leads from online and or for free and or mm-hmm. uh, go down to the courthouse or county uh, where mm-hmm. you live and get and get those lists. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, that, that's all we do. We we just we go and we get our leads, like you said, from the county. You know, that we just call them up. Um, we, you know, we we ask them how we can get it. You know, sometimes you might run into to certain county, county you know, government workers who don't want to help you. Um, just don't take no for an answer. Just keep keep hounding them. Um, certain certain laws are in your benefit, like the right to know law. Uh, here in PA, which allows, you know, certain requests to be styled, to be filled. And like I said, we just go and we pull all the pull all the leads. Uh, another big thing I can tell you is uh, some counties have what's called a real estate data CD. And basically what that is, is it's a, it's a CD that has every property um, on it, and it, it has all the information, the mailing address, um, when the per- property was purchased, when it was sold last, what it sold for. Um, basically, it has everything you would need, and that's another good good list. You know, we can also get condemned property lists off of that CD, and that's just something I don't know of every county that has it, but, you know, it doesn't hurt to just call up and, and start asking questions at the county. You know, just call the, the people who control, you know, the real estate, the, the taxes. Um, you know, if they can't help you, call back another number and until you get the right answer you want. Fantastic. Excellent, excellent information. Um, also, I wanted to go back and talk a little bit about the letter. Um, I know okay. a lot of people, they want to know, well, since it's probate, do we, you know, mm-hmm. do we change up the verbiage a little bit to say, you know, hi, this is, you know, Lolita, I'm interested in buying your property, or, you know, sorry, 
uh, first I want to get my condolences, blah blah blah. I I don't do that anymore, and I, obviously you don't you don't do that either. You keep it simple, correct? Yeah, I I, I you know when I was kind of like you, and I I actually recall remember doing one of the uh, a uh, a drop for you when when we used the the one probate letter, and you know I I really don't do that too much. I I like to just keep it plain Jane, and and the reason being is you know. It's funny because I I always hear real estate investors complain about getting phone calls. Uh, this is really like the only profession that I know that people will complain about. Well, you know, this person was not motivated, and so I don't like letters. I send postcards. Um, when you're sending a letter, a yellow letter out, I don't care if they're motivated now or not. I still want them to call, and the reason being is I want them in my follow-up system. You know, I sent them a letter because they own the house. You know, they called me. Maybe they were just trying to see what it is. But that's fine because I'm going to get their information, and they're going to hear from me, you know, every month until they're ready to sell. It might be two, three years down the road, but they're still going to keep getting my same email. They're still going to keep getting, you know, some type of follow-up letter. And guess what? When they're ready to sell, you know, we're going to be the first people there, not, you know, a, a realtor you know, not another investor who just happened to send them a letter at the right time. You know, they're going to keep seeing us. They're going to be comfortable, and they're going to want to, you know, they're going to want to do business stuff because they know we're legit. Absolutely. Great. Talk about motivating yourself. How, how do you keep mm-hmm. yourself motivated? Do you read books or, you know, what do you do? Uh, for me, I, I just – you know, I, I'm I'm always kind of people, and I'm always hungry for. You know, I'm never satisfied. You know, I I always like to kind of keep shooting for the stars. You know, if I ever become unmotivated and just take a look at my bank account and until it <laughs> doesn't fit on the screen, you know, I'm going to keep working harder. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you know, there's, there's certain little things. I mean, every entrepreneur gets bored with something, or just you know, uh, especially in real estate. I mean, you can get beat up pretty bad in real estate when, you know you're on track to, to close, you know, five deals and you know, at the end of the month every single one falls apart for various yep. reasons. So it, it's very easy to get un, uh, unmotivated and even discouraged in real estate. Um, that's why I, I, I personally, I, I, I kind of got, uh, I like to have different things going on. Um, not that, you know, uh, I, for me, like I, I love having the internet marketing going on. I love having the real estate going on. So that, it always keeps me motivated because, you know, if one of them doesn't work out, you know, if I have a bad month in real estate, um, you know, I can always depend on something else, you know, multiple streams of income coming in. And, you know, that always helps me and always keeps me busy. Absolutely. And I'm the, the same way. As, as, as you know, I love on, online marketing um, and, and, and do some of that as well. So I, I'm with you on that. Um, mm-hmm. Last question. What would you say – or, you know, to encourage someone new or maybe someone that's been trying to, to you know, close a deal, you know, mm-hmm. new wholesaler, and they have a, li- a limited budget, what would you encourage them to do to help them uh, get their first deal and close? What, what advice would you share with them to do? I mean, the, the best thing you can do, you know, you, you got to figure out, you know, the best thing I've ever heard when I first started is, you know, you have to pay. You have to pay your dues, and you either pay your dues by, you know, having money, and you can pay somebody, you know, you can afford to, to pay somebody to do your, your marketing for you, or you're going to have to put in in the hard work. 
um, you know, I was just speaking with a, another individual um, who's a, a real estate coach, and one of their students, one on Craigslist, and put one ad out and closed the deal within three weeks and made $10,000. Uh, I couldn't believe that. I mean, I never had luck with Craigslist. Uh, so, so, you know, with that being said, you know, if, if you're tight on cash, you know, you always got to be marketing. You always got to be marketing. You always got to keep getting uh, your brand out there. I mean, nobody knows you exist unless you tell them. So, you know, telling all your friends, hey, you know, I buy distressed real estate. Um, even if you've seen, hey, you know, I can give you uh, X, Y, and Z amount if you refer, you know, uh, a, a bad-looking property to me or you know somebody that's looking to sell. I mean, and then you can also call call on uh, the for sale by owners, you know. Keep calling them until, until at the end of the day, uh, you know, you get one. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it I, I'm not sure if there's anything else you wanted to share, but uh, I really enjoyed everything that you covered. Uh, there's several things that I've, I've gotten out of this interview and, and that we're going to do. And uh, I know the listeners, my listeners as well. So I guess, I guess one last question would be, what is the, what, what's the most thing that drives you uh, as an entrepreneur, I know your bank account. Trust me, mm-hmm. uh, I understand that as well. That's what keeps me. That's what keeps yeah. me waking up with my feet on the ground, running 100. Is 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 making sure, looking at that bank account, making sure there's money there to take care of bills and and, and do other things that you know that I like to do. But mm-hmm. what what would you say? What one other thing that really keeps you motivated as, as an entrepreneur? Yeah, just you know, for me, it's it's success. I mean, I I view this always as a game. Um, you know, it, it's it's whoever's going to win. You know, I, I always kind of I'm very competitive. You know, that's that's why I really like the online online marketing. You know, when I'm doing SEO and you know I get in front of somebody, you know, it's always a I always get pretty excited about that. So, you know, ultimately I'm just a very competitive person. You know, I you know no matter what it is, I always want to win. You know, I always want to be very competitive at it, and that's what what's the main drive. So. You know, any any little business or project I start, you know, I start it with the intention of being great. You know, that's that's just my my philosophy on everything. Fantastic, Shane. Thank you so much, everybody. I would encourage you to go to Shane's website, utilize his services. They're great. Yellowletterservice.com. Is that right, Shane? Uh, that's correct. Awesome. Yellowletterservice.com. I'll make sure and have it uh, in the description here of this interview. And uh, I believe your contact information is, and everything also is, is on your site as well, correct? Yeah, everything you need to, to place the order uh, is, is on the website. And, you know, we can help. If you're new, you're just getting started, you need help, uh, some hand-holding, we can help you out in that, that direction too and uh, point you in, in the right direction. Perfect. All right, Shane, thank you so much again. I truly appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. All right, everybody, take care. And remember... Take action. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.